0: what's going on everybody what's going on everybody welcome to the Opinionated brother podcast with your boy Devonte. we are back episode 22 we here what's the deals i'm coming to you from the 3-1 thrizzle. you feel me detroit you know i had to come and um hang with my moms and my bro's you know, it was their birthday. Shout out to my mom. Happy birthday to her yesterday. Shout out to my bro. His birthday on Monday. Shout out to them. You uh, know, we had a ball. Okay. A ball. That's so all. I'm going to leave it there. All right. I got my mama back. Just know, Ma, I got you back for my 21st birthday. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Just know because, listen, my mama got me on my 21st, right? And she got me drunk. Okay. Drunk, I remember getting a fish and I remember getting shots of a fireball, and yeah, 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 yeah. just going. Ugh. And I got my, I got my mama, I got my mama turned this weekend, man. So I feel good. I, I felt like I did my due, due diligence as a son, you know. Like, you know, I think if we brought in forty eight the right way, because forty eight is the new twenty four. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to my mama, happy birthday to her. Shout out to my boy, happy birthday to him. But um, y'all already know why we're here. You already know why we're here. We're here to talk some shit. So, um, you already know the first half of the show. So we're gonna go over uh the Black Panther recap um from last week, the PA topic of uh of the week from last week. We're gonna talk about Monique and Charlemagne. Now, if y'all haven't watched um the breakfast Club one of the, uh, the breakfast club is re- uh, one of my favorite radio shows to listen to and um, they recently had Monique on the show and I want to just give my two cents I want to put my two cents into that because I actually watched the entire um, <clears throat> the entire interview between Charlemagne the Guy and Monique because if you remember Charlemagne gave uh, do not give the day because he wanted to understand like why um, were you asking for so much money? When your relevancy, um, is not as high as other comedians right now. So, um, and they both have valid points and I wanted to, i we're going to point those points out just a little bit, um, during the first half of the show. And then I want to talk about these students that are protesting these gun, uh, gun control laws. Um, after the Florida shooting, I think that, um, if you've seen the news lately, like a lot of students are not going to classes. Um, a lot of middle school students, a lot of high school students, are not going to class no more because it is ridiculous. That we don't need a child to be dead, and they are protesting these gun laws. Um, so we're going to get into that too. Um, we're going to go and th- y'all already know we about to get into the Dallas Mavericks and what the hell they've been doing. Like, does no like do y'all not know what no means? Like, does no not mean does no mean yes, and yes mean yes? Like, what is like what is the problem? Because I don't understand where y'all where y'all getting this shit from, and then um, you know how I have m v p of the week every week, so I'm gonna switch it up uh this week and and you know, we're going to call this one the biggest l certificate of the week um just because this person I expected a lot a lot more. Um, maybe my expectations was a little bit too high, but hell, she's she's sexy, and um, Black China, you get you get the biggest L certificate of the week, um, and we're we're we, we gonna touch on that too, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna we're definitely gonna touch on that because she she's literally taking the biggest L this week, and um, Hurt Bay for the next for the first for the second half of the show, I want to show I want to uh, play y'all a video. Um, If y'all remember Hurt Bay from last year and how the dude, you know, um, Hurt Bay was basically, um, you know, her and her dude were, you know, a year ago they had like a little video and it sparked like this internet frenzy of, you know, she became Hurt Bay and, um, you know, he quote unquote cheated and everything. So they came back a year later. And I'm going to play the video for you, the whole six-minute video. I'm going to play the whole six-minute video. And I'm going to basically just, I, I'm going to tell you how I feel about this. The whole thing, because it's just, to me, I feel like it's ridiculous. But I'm, I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna put my two cents in, and y'all already know how that goes. So, let's get into the first half. Of course, um, if I sound a little groggy, y'all know it's been birthday weekend, so a brother is a little bit on Google, but it's okay. Shout out to Motown, Coney Island okay who came through with the breakfast shout out to y'all because listen we needed it okay so um let's get into the black panther recap i know a lot of people have been going to see the black panther um i've gotten a lot of positive 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 responses from the black panther uh movie it i i personally need to go see it a second time again um and i think i'm gonna go see it this next weekend coming up um the first weekend in March uh because I I need to go see it again you know what I'm saying like it's re- oh, such a great movie like you, you just can't you just can't sit there once and engulf 2 hours of just just black just oh just exuberating black culture like you just can't sit there one time and watch it you have to go a second time and watch so I'm I'm going to try to go um sometime this weekend and go watch it because it it uh, or go see it because it again because it was just so, so amazing, and everybody that have, uh, like I said, everybody that had voted, that voted um, on my Instagram, on my Facebook, on my Twitter, I appreciate you guys. I shout you out. Um, thank you so much. But everybody basically loved the movie. Um, and if you didn't like it, oh well, it's still here. Uh, and you know, you have those Twitter trolls who are like, well, why is it Black Panther and not? Well, what do you want to be called? White Panther? Well, that's not what the comic book was reading in 1967 or 1975 when Stan Lee wrote the goddamn, uh, uh, the goddamn comics. So what you mad for? Okay. I remember it was a meme. Ah, it was a meme that said um, them. It said them. Wakanda is not real. And, we, and it said us. Hogwarts isn't either. And when it had the picture of the white lady going crazy, it just it, it just it just made me laugh because literally, you, you know, you have those trolls who are like, oh, I love Hogwarts and Hogwarts. Is so real. want to play, you know, uh, want to dress up as Harry and shit. But when it comes to Wakanda, oh, Wakanda's not real. Why do we have a Black Panther? Oh, bro. Shut up. OK, movies are a figment of our figment of imagination and creativity. All right. So shout out to the Black Panther. It has been going crazy they literally they first weekend i think i think uh ryan ryan uh the director i I forgot his last name i can't i can't i can't pronounce his last name for for shit but um mr ryan the director um he um they gave him a 200 $200 million dollar budget now for a movie of that magnitude 200 million dollars oh my god you made that stretch like, you made that stretch, do you hear me? Like, 200 mil, and you already made that back plus more? You ain't got it, Bro, you rocking. Um, so, shout out to you. Shout out to all the cast. I think I said this last week, but just shout out to all the cast members. Shout out to the team, the Black Panther, all the Black Panther team, because y'all came through and did that. Congratulations. So, let's go into the Dallas Mavericks and... Um, if you haven't heard, Sports Illustrated put out a, um, an article about the Dallas Mavericks and um, their sexual harassment conduct. Um, there's been sexual harassment um, allegations that have been swirling around the Dallas Mavericks office. And with all this, with all this, what? With, with, oh my God, like it's just ridiculous. You know, and Mark, I think Mark Cuban put out a, a statement and basically it's I'm not I'm not gonna read the whole statement, but basically it was just saying, um, you know, uh I fired, you know, two of my head executives in HR, you know. We we we're going to make sure that our, you know, um our environment is to the point where everybody is equal and blah, blah, blah. You know, this is on me, you know, blah, blah, blah. All that is just good stuff. Just just, just a, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay. This is the problem that I have with executives and the environment and sexual conduct. Here's the thing. We are living in a a time where now you can't hide from anything that you're doing, period. You can't hide from it, period. Social Social media, the internet, and technology is making it to the point where if you lie, you literally have to sit there and backtrack. I mean, and put on lies on top of lies because literally you will get exposed like that. Do you hear me? So, when we talk about Mark Cuban, and you know, people were saying like, well, maybe he didn't know or he had to know. Here's my thing the president of, of CEO of, um, was, um, was his name Usury? I want to uh, get his name right. Usury, David Usury, or something like that. Um, he was the one that was doing all the, you know, touchy feely, um, uh, allegedly touchy feely saying, you know, um, remarks and everything. And even some of the women said that when they went to the HR department that they couldn't even, you know, sit there and tell the, um, the 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 head of HR because the head of HR was you know his his mindset was not even in the frame of trying to help those women you know just you know when you hear when women hear oh don't worry about it just stick it out that's just him what do you mean no no that that does that doesn't that doesn't constitute as oh i'm going to help you you know what i'm saying so you're telling me that this this man mark cuban who is probably one of the most revered, and most respected, and probably one of the most disliked um, entrepreneurs in the in 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 the nation, and probably in the world right now. You're telling me that like this man didn't know that he or some of his figureheads, his executives, his president at the time was not making these. Sexual orientations to these women You couldn't tell You're you you, you you're telling me that nobody knew this And see this, this is my problem when it comes When I hear this about big corporations And the CEO or the owner Sits here and says oh we're going to make drastic Changes and we're going to do this I had no idea You had to I'm sorry I can't take that you had to know You had to know because everything 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 goes to you You cannot tell me you did not know the culture that you as the owner set in that environment. As an owner, you are supposed to check up on all your employees from the janitor to your head executives. And that's the problem. That's the problem. See, lower-level jobs, quote-unquote, higher-level jobs, quote-unquote. Each section has a, its own subculture. And we have to understand that no job, no job. Like, literally, you could be making from eight fifty an hour to six, seven figures. No job is more important than the next. Because if you didn't have that janitor, your yo damn a stadium would be disgusting. If you didn't have them people that was cleaning up your, um... Your stadiums every day, then your stadium every day will have popcorn and and Cheeto wrappers all over the floor. If you didn't have them, people just think about how those people would quit. Think about how your females would quit. Right. So you can't sit here and tell me that you just did not know. I don't take that anymore. You just can't tell me that you just did not know that that that, that does not work anymore. OK, that does not work anymore. You as an executive, as a owner of your team. And this is just not for Mark Cuban, but this is just for everybody else, because I know this is not just for Mark Cuban. Here's the thing. The NBA thinks it's in a bubble. Right. And I think somebody on Sports Nation said this. Uh, I can't remember his name, but he um, he's a dope, dope sportscaster. And. He was like, everybody thinks that the NBA cannot sit here and have these types of problems because you have stars like LeBron James, like Stephen Curry, like um, Russell, Russell Westbrook and, you know, other stars of that nature who hold themselves up to a higher standard, which I love. Right. Who hold themselves to a grown man standard, which I love, who do who holds the league, who are the faces of the league, who show that the league is um, basically more, you know, just just more family friendly. But you think this is not going on behind closed doors? Yeah, of course, it's going on behind closed doors. People come on. Now. So we have to stop thinking that the NBA is untouchable for one. And for two, for all those executives, especially Mark Cuban, this I didn't know crap got to stop because you did. You knew something. You had to. I'm sorry that, that 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 cannot resonate in my mind that you just did not know something. So um, to those women who have, you know, put this story out. My heart goes out to you for real, for real. Um, if you all know from past shows. I talk about any sexual allegations, literally, I try to put it to the forefront on my podcast because it's just ridiculous how every time we want to send condolences or we don't know or we didn't know about the culture that was happening around. I don't want to hear that shit, okay? I don't want to hear it, all right? So keep that to yourself. Make sure you are checking on your business, man the culture around your businesses bruh because you don't know what's going on you don't as an owner you have too much going on on your plate so you have to set aside time set aside time to literally connect with every person in there like I said from the janitor who cleans your damn nasty bathroom to the to your CEO who signs the checks below you get it together All right. Get it together. So let's let's as we're going into that, let's go into the student protesting. Um, So, like I said last week, if you all haven't um, seen it all over the news, um, students are protesting um, for new gun control laws because it's getting ridiculous. Um, I said this last week, Jennifer, my girl, Jennifer Lewis, um, love her. One of my favorite actresses. Follow her on Instagram. She put out a. She put out a video. She was like, you know, our children shouldn't have to run from bullets. And that's real. So why are my young brothers and sisters, everybody, I don't don't care who you are. Why are all my young brothers and sisters running from bullets? Let me tell you, because it goes into a deeper thing than that, right? Here's the thing. I'm going to take it here, too. Yes, Ty, you're going to take it. Yes, Devontae, you're going to take it here. Listen. Old White um supremacists, and basically supremacists, period, doesn't matter, are scared. Basically, more so white supremacists right racist mindsets, whites who have racist mindsets who have been taught at birth, not not genetic, because I will say this again: racism um is not genetic, it is definitely taught. Um, it is taught through the generations down. Um, so when we talk about genetics, this is racism is never genetic. It is something that is taught because racism can be broken down. Um, even if it's generations of racism, it can be broke. Um, but however, for those people who are in those um, ideolo- um, ide- ideological mindsets of racism, those are the ones who are scared for the future. Because listen here. By 2042, honestly, the minor black people will be the new majority. And then by 2052, minorities across the board, Latinos, blacks, Asian Americans, Chinese Americans, everybody. Basically, every minority group that is in the United States will be the majority and white people will be the minority. And I don't and 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 and, and some white folks will not have a problem with that. They won't have a problem with that, but it's those certain white folks who have had the racist um, ideological mindset for years and have taught that and has and have passed that down through generation to generation. They're getting scared. Those are the ones who are getting scared. So when we talk about our kids and when we talk about shootings and everything, we have to think school is is a very diverse atmosphere school is a very diverse atmosphere depending on where you are and schools have become more diverse over time and oh and and as much as we try or as much as we're still trying to keep that segregation of school you can't right that segregation of school you just can't do that especially when it comes to excuse me k through 12 so we talk about these middle schoolers and these high schoolers who are literally protesting these white people are scared this is this is where it gets real this is where change start to happen this is this is where these kids are finding their voices and saying okay listen we're getting killed for no reason because why you're scared of what you're scared of what because little bobby Who sat there and shot up the place. Probably had already preconceived notions. It is taught through generation. He got that maybe from his mom, his dad. Everybody think that this man is crazy or he's psycho or he's a lunatic. No. No. I'm going to challenge everybody to think and stop stop for a minute. And actually look at the parenting. Okay. Because like I said, racism. Hate, everything is not something that is genetic. It is something that is passed down, taught, racist mindset through the years, through generational time. So I give so much applause to these kids in Florida, especially in Florida. But I give so much props to these kids that are going to the um, the state houses, the legislators and going at their heads. And tell them, listen, you're not me. You're not in that school. You don't know the culture. You have to think. Every, every place that you've ever worked at, that like you've ever been taught at, everything, every place has its own culture. Right? Every place has its own culture. When I come, listen, listen, listen. Coming from Grand Rapids to Detroit, that's a whole nother culture in itself. Because I have white friends down here that I can kick it with and have no problem. Right? They know. They know we can smoke a blunt, we can chill, we can relax, watch some movies, talk shit, and no problems be had. I go back up there, it is a whole nother culture. Why? Because it is predominantly white, and it's a predominantly white area with a predominantly white culture. Here in Detroit, it is more diverse. Everybody's, now I'm not saying racism doesn't still happen in Detroit, but it's a lot more diverse than what it is up in Grand Rapids and Allendale area. So every place, even to the smallest town, has its own set culture. And when you try to change the culture, period, even in a, in a local area, people don't want you to do that. People don't want to see that. So when we start sitting here trying to change the culture of gun laws, because the N- uh, the NRA or United Airlines or I think Delta Airlines just cut ties with the NRA, and I and and I didn't even know we had an NRA. Um, I didn't know we had an NRA. Okay, and I'm sitting there like we have an NRA. Like, whoa. Okay. Um. The National Rifle Association, like, what the? Why do we have a National Rifle Association? So that right there in itself is too wild to even think about, right? Um, so I give commend, um, I I, I commend these kids for stepping up and going and talking to these um, talking to these legislators. But it's up to the legislators to make the culture better. I need the legislators the executives the state heads the senate everybody the government period to understand that listen either you're going to have to change some stuff or you're going to have a revolt on your hand. literally okay let right you're going to have a revolt on your hands okay so i commend these kids for doing uh for going out and protesting but it's so much, it's so much deeper than what it is. And ugh, I wish I had more time to talk about this. But it's okay. Um, now let's get to what I've been really wanting to talk about. Um, this Monique and Charlemagne thing. Um, so if you watch The Breakfast Club, one well, The Breakfast Club is probably one of my favorite um, radio shows and shows just to look at on YouTube if I can't catch it on the radio. But, oh man, um Charlemagne the God is, uh, um, <laughs> I love Charlemagne the God. He's amazing. But um, him and Monique had a ni- uh, him Monique and her husband had a nice little exchange on the Breakfast Club, and basically, Charlemagne was asking, "Why did you feel like you needed that much money?" And Monique basically said, "Well, have you checked my resume? No shade. No shade intended." And have you checked my resume? And and being a big Monique fan like I am, um, her resume is stacked, right? Give her her money. She's stacked. However, what I think Monique missed about Charlemagne's point, and I think she's going to miss it again, um, is that, Han, as much as I love you, as much as you are funny as hell, you have not been relevant up until now. Think about that. You have not been relevant. Your relevancy has not been your relevancy has not been great up until now. Think about this. The high my babies, the high my loves, everybody took with that and ran with it. That's your relevancy. You're relevant, right? Tell me a time when Monique was relevant in probably the last five to ten years, other than precious. Right. Other than getting her Oscar, especially after her her Oscar win and everything. Tell me when was the last time other than that Christmas movie where she was ever really talked about irrelevant. And this is coming from a fa- a diehard fan, because you have to look at the sp- schematics of everything. I'm not saying she doesn't deserve her money because she deserves every penny that she is worth. And she's not worth five hundred thousand dollars. However, they're going to pay you. 500,000, and this is where I think she missed Charlemagne's point because I don't think Charlemagne was so much demeaning black women's pay. I don't like how she said that you know Charlemagne was that man in 12 years, 12 years a slave, and everything. I don't think that she was demeaning, I don't think he was demeaning the pay of black women like that. No, 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 I don't think he was doing that at all. What he was saying is in this business, right. It is, it is coming from somebody who is looking from the literally from the outside, who is literally a fan of comedy, who is literally a fan of Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock, Monique, um, um, who else? Um, other comedians. You know what I'm saying? Like Chris Rock, all of them. So when I seen Chris Rock special, and when I seen Dave Chappelle special, I'm like, okay, well they've been. Very current and very relevant over the past few years. You know what I'm saying? Netflix is gonna pay them 10 to 60 million dollars. You know what I'm saying? But when it comes to Monique, huh? No matter how much your track record is, you can give them 1990 something up until 2010. If you ain't done nothing in the last three years, they're not giving you what you want. People want relevancy and they want right now. Look, who can I say? I'm trying to find an example. Um, um okay, let's let's go with one hit wonders. Y'all know how one hit wonders work? Owl City. Um the 10 million Fireflies. If it, if y'all never heard of Firefly, Fireflies was my shit, okay? After that, Owl City went down. Right. We can go to Vanilla Ice, had his one hit, whoo, went down. Listen, it's not about black woman, black this, black that. I think we stretch, that. And that's why I think she was stretching it just a little bit. You know, she was reaching just a little bit, but it's not about that. What it's about is the fact that you have to respect the legend. Right. Businesses are not looking for what you did in the past. They're looking for what you have done currently. And if you ain't done nothing currently around the world base, around all cultures and all backgrounds, because let's be real, Monique, your predominantly target market is black people. Now I'm not saying you don't have fans all around the world, but your target market is black folks. You know, when you hear um who who, who, who coming Bruce Bruce or people like that, they're talking about as black folks, right, that's their target market, now I'm not saying that they sit here and argue about, you know, who's going to be, you know, who's going to get this amount of money, because I think like, like, um, like Charlemagne said, I think Tiffany Haddish will be that, that woman who gets that, 11 million dollars that 15 million dollars on netflix like i feel like she will because amy first of all amy schumer she was comparing she was monique was comparing herself to or comparing it to amy schumer and first of all monique you are way funnier than amy schumer way funnier than amy schumer and um but it's really because amy schumer has been relevant she's been relevant over the past three years she has a track record and that's it. That's really it. So I, I think, I, I know Monique wasn't getting mad, but I think we just need to not, we just need to dead this. You know, I wanted, I wanted to talk about this because I was just like, they both had some valid points, but they was going at each other head too much. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, it's wrong. Yes, she needs her paper. But Monique, you need to understand that the business has changed, huh? It has changed over the past 20 years that you have been doing business. Trust me and believe me. And trust and believe you have so many other platforms that you can do, and we know that you're about to do it by yourself. We know that the the special's still coming. We know it, but we you have to understand that, hon. Huh? Ever since your "Hello, my loves," "Hello, my babies," you have been consistently relevant. Understand that you have been on the View, The Breakfast Club, everything like that, everything because of that relevancy. It's not about they, they It's not about because for real about the Netflix and. We hear you with that, but it's really because you have you made a wave and memes made you relevant again. But you haven't been relevant over the past five, ten years. Amy Schumer has. So they were going to give her that check, not based off of the criteria of that resume, but based off the criteria of your relevancy. And, hon, you ain't been relevant. And that's OK. And that's OK. K, I'm still a big fan. I still watch the Queens of Comedy when I can. I still watch your special on uh, when you was at the um, uh, when you was at the jail talking to the women. Like you are funny as hell. I know that America knows that. Probably the world knows that. But the relevancy is not there. And in a business mindset, they're not going to give you. That money because you're not as relevant as the other person. Period. That's that's just it. So is I don't think it's a gender thing. I I, I I well I do think it's a gender thing. I still think it's a gender thing. Still I think I still think it's a race gender thing. But in this situation here, I really think it's really because of relevancy. I don't think it's because of gender because I feel like if Monique has a couple specials that came out, um, like HBO or something, and it was really really good. I think. I, I really believe that Netflix would have gave her that nine, ten, eleven million dollars that she asked for. But it's because of the irrelevancy that you weren't here. Last time I have seen you do something was that Christmas movie, and it wasn't that good to me. But I digress. But um, yeah, <laughs> um, let's get into the um our first ever. Um, what what was this again? Lord. The um the biggest L certificate of the week award. Um, so y'all know I do my MVP of the week. And um this week I, I came up with something else because I was like, who gets my MVP of the week? And I thought about it, the person came to my mind, but I was like, You can't get MVP. Because you took an L this week. You you took a major L. And uh the person who gets the biggest, the first ever um the opinionated brothers first ever big <sighs> Biggest L certificate of the week award goes to Black China. Now if y'all ain't seen the video, Black China literally um okay, well this is just for me. You know, um Black China was always pretty cute to me. Um I always thought she may be you know, just a little freak, maybe just a little bit, just a little bit, you know. Um but if you've seen the sex tape, or it's not even a sex tape, it's a video. It's a 13-minute video. You can literally go on Pornhub and find it. You can literally go on the internet and type in Black China Sex Tape. It's on Pornhub right now. And I had to analyze it. It did not make my, my penis jump. It didn't do nothing. Um, I felt like she was the laziest sex partner I have ever seen. And dude was trying to do everything he could. dude was trying to do everything he could to get him some slob knob corn on the cob. Do you hear me? And she was playing with it like it was a stethoscope, or she was about to brush her teeth with it. Because <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? And I remember I'm looking down my teeth uh, and everybody like, if you give him like Black China. You gotta go out the duck. I'm like, oh, y'all disrespectful. So I I seen it. Um, I, I synced it. I synced the uh the video, and um, just personally, I wasn't. Ex- you know, you ugh, Black China. I thought you were gonna do so much better. Out of a ten, um, I was watching. I was listening to the Joe Budden podcast with my boy Cordell, and. They was rating the video. And um I think I think Rory gave her a four. I gave her a two because it was just horrible. Like if you wa you have to watch the whole video. Like everybody gave her a four for head. No, you have to watch the whole video. I gave her a two overall. She was just looking lazy from from minute, from the second one to Yeah, third to the end of the video. And um I'm sorry, Black China. As much as I love you in a way that your your sex appeal is hot. <sighs> you you gotta take this biggest you gotta take this first ever um biggest 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 L certificate award man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you you took this L this week. So um Black China, I'm sorry. You take the L this week. Hopefully you come back with a vengeance next week, girl <laughs> All right, um we're gonna take a five minute break. And then we'll be back to talk about the Hurt Bay video, the opinionated Topic of the Week. We'll be right back. This is the Opinionated Brothers Podcast with your boy Devontae. We will be back in five. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae. We are back with the second half of the show. And um, y'all already know what we're about to get into. Okay, I wanna um talk about the Hurt Bay video part two. Um because this Hurt Bay video was <laughs> if y'all know Hurt Bay, if y'all seen the Hurt Bay video, part one. Um Hurt Bay video part one was uh was interesting to say the least because it really just showed like it, it really gave um a bit of foundational mantra to the already stereotypical fuck nigga, and you know now hurt bit, You know, what I'm saying like, "Oh, you broke my heart. You fucked me over." Oh, well, he's saying, "Well, we were never together." You know, what I'm saying, but blah 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 blah, and you know it goes into that meme or that tweet that um everybody has been posting. Um, I think the shade room posted it, too. But it's, it's, it's been a frequently posted tweet over Snapchat and everything. It, it, it reads, I think it reads like this. Let me, I don't have anything in front of me, but let me just see if I can spit it off the dough. Um, girls think that sleeping together every night, raw dogging, um, going out to eat every night, spending all our time together, um, and everything like that constitute us <laughs> for being in a relationship. Girls are crazy. Quote, end quote, okay? And I think this Hurt Bay video really, really embodies all of what that tweet just said. So I want to play the video. The video is about seven minutes long. So I want y'all to bear with me. I want y'all to hear everything. If you haven't heard it, if, you, if you've if you heard it already, just fast forward um, after the seven minutes. But I, I want you to actually hear um, what is being said between these two because it, it was... It was more, to me, for me, for real, it was more like, it it was definitely more, um, I think it was a lot more pain from Hurt Bay in this video, and I think a lot more pain from him in this video, because, uh, I'm going to just play a video, I'm going to just play a video. Here we go, here we go. I was in love with you. I wanted to be
1: with you.
2: I hope I never see you again.
1: I've learned a lot from the media, I learned a lot this past year. Grew my social following, my career, my life did it like a 180.
2: I'm in a good place taking care of myself, you know, drinking more water, exfoliating i like to learn my lessons the hard way. I'm glad that we did the video. It's definitely changed both of our lives for the better.
1: I think they took away that I was a damsel in distress and he was a villain. And it wasn't that cut and dry. We both are human and we both make mistakes.
2: People feel like they know the whole story of our relationship from watching a five-minute video, which is just absurd and you know, kind of makes me seem like a bad person, which I'm not.
1: You're not a bad person.
2: Courtney was like one of the only people I could relate to. There hasn't really been a video like this before.
1: Yeah, you're like infamous now.
2: I used to read the comments and see all the fucked up shit people would say. Wish death on me. Being judged by people that don't know me is really, I don't take it personally. I'm a black man living in America, so I've kind of been judged on Things outside of my character my whole life. I don't know, I kind of think that the cycle with me and Courtney might have continued. Part of the reason I did the video was so that, you know, Courtney would be able to move on. So that I could move on? Yes, because you still wanted to be with me after I didn't want to be with you. Did I? I don't know why you you sit up here in front. When you approached me to do the video... You were not exclusive. I was not exclusive. I was you exclusive. did your thing. I, I did, did my not
1: thing. do my thing.
2: We did this to get exposure as entertainers. That's
1: not true.
2: It was obviously a setup for me because I was the one who would be painted as a cheater.
1: I asked you to do it so we could talk about things because we never talked about things.
2: What is there to talk about?
1: Us being together.
2: We were never together. Yeah. This is what happened. I just, I ordered food too for the night. Shut up.
0: Shut up. Shut up. P.S. She Shut just up. left, she just left out the room right now. That's a P.S. She just left out the room.
1: <laughs> I just don't like to be wide straight to my face. I just
2: don't want any of like, my Do you want to like step out for something? Come get some truth. <laughs> mm. tripping. Hmm? you're tripping sit down
1: don't tell me what to do you're tripping what are you doing like what, are you, what is this
2: you you throw things out there like that without adding context to make me look like a bad person you That's look like a
1: is. crybaby right now because you said cruel things to me you cheated on me you put me through hell leonard i want to talk to you real quick it's over with you're not
2: on my team when <laughs> i
1: should have said oh. to hell with him i said he's not a bad person
2: Multiple you know that I'm times. Saying he's not a bad person is not saying, oh, he told me that he don't want to be in a relationship. You never said that. Never. You didn't
1: say that. So why didn't you say this last time?
2: Because. Why didn't
1: you tell me last time when we were here? You were never my girlfriend. I never cheated on you. And now you're saying
2: all of this. Like, what are you talking about? Because we came here to get on. That's not. The, that's not the case. That was never the case. It was always the case.
1: Maybe that was the case for you, but I had feelings for you, and I wanted to know what was going on.
2: You don't want to face the truth.
1: What truth? What's your truth, Leonard? Go ahead. What's your truth?
2: You put me in fucked up situations, and then you play the victim. Every time. The whole time, we messed around. I told you, hey, Courtney, I really like you, I love you, but I don't want to be in a relationship with you. That's never what I wanted. Hmm. We met in school. We met in college. Um, we met in class, and
0: you really didn't like. This me is a recap to the really first video.
2: Just a couple remember. years later, we moved into like the same apartment complex, and the first day we both moved there, we like met on the elevator again. It was like a reunion.
1: And then you offered to bring my groceries upstairs.
2: And, um, yeah, we spent a lot of time together. Like, every day? I would say that you were my best friend.
1: Yeah. Me too. Mm. I've moved on in love
2: again with a great guy and we're very happy that's good to hear i'm happy you finally found someone that can give you what you deserve sis i'm happy for
0: you give me what you deserve sis i
2: actually uh, was in a relationship when we shot the first one you right.
1: didn't say that
2: last time i don't have to it's not your business i don't have to tell you everything oh.
1: I was in love with you. I wanted to be with you. But that's all in the past now.
2: I hope I never see you again.
1: I oh, wipe my hands up
0: you Alright, y'all, that was that was a probably about six minutes of them. Okay, so that was the video, um, of Hurt Bay uh, Leonard and uh, Courtney, um, their meet again, and um, like I said, I watched it the first time and I just had to you know show have y'all listen to it. The second time and um, <clears throat> this was interesting. This was this 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 for me was very interesting because I I was definitely one of those people who was like total defense of the first hurt bay video where you know um well a lot of people really 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 went after his head and then uh, a lot of people went after her head like you know why are we putting this video out you know um and he i think he even said in the first video in the first heartbeat video you know um you know, I, I cheated on you. He said, it, you know, I cheated on you and blah blah blah. But then we come back to this video, and he said, you know, I'm I, we weren't together. You know, what I'm saying we did this for clout. And she's like, well, no, I didn't do it for clout. You probably did it for clout. But in the in, if you heard in the first part, you know, she said like, oh, my career is doing better. My career is this. My career is that. Blah blah. blah so that can only make you think like did y'all really do this for cloud did was the first video really for cloud and um he even said in this second video I felt like he was more I don't know for me when I when you watch and, and I hope that people go watch the video because listening to it doesn't do it any just than actually going to watch it so when you watch it on YouTube his body language I look at people's body language right and when i look at people's uh, and in his body when i look at people's body language i I try to see the differences especially when um you're talking about the same topic um over time so especially after a year of this his body language from the first video to this video his body language in the first video was very like okay i'm just here you know i'm maybe here to tell how i'm feeling maybe what i did to you but I don't know if this is what we should be doing. You know what I'm saying? But blah blah blah. blah. Her body language was more so like, you know, um, I think her body language probably stayed the same throughout the whole um, the whole time, both the first video and the second video. Very very relaxed. Very um, very relaxed. Very just um, a little bit too relaxed in the uh, the second video. But I digress. But when we talk about that when we when we talk about this video right i want to say that this is something that happens on a daily right and the people that are in his comments commenting and you know demeaning him and um sitting there talking down on his name and her name understand that some of y'all do the same shit right and it goes back to that tweet I said. I, I didn't say that tweet for shits and giggles. I said that tweet for a reason. That's why I played the video. It's because a lot of men and women think like that. Here's the thing. A lot of women think they don't think like that, especially in my generation. We, there's no... They, 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 a lot of a lot of women think they don't think like that. Or that, you know, women aren't going to do or put... Um, put him in that sticky situation just because like women just don't do that. No, women do do that. Women are savages just like men, if not more. Don't play with me. I'm I'm an only child. I've seen my mama be a savage. You feel what I'm saying? I've, I've seen it. I know it. It's happened. You can't tell me it doesn't. I've seen my mama sit here and be like, I clean my hands with you. And I'm done. Right? So savagery is there for women. So, when we sit here and we talk, when he said, like, we only did this for clout, if you look at both videos, this man was so honest, this video. He had nothing to be ashamed of. He was like, this is what it is. I'm not about to sit here and keep dealing with this. You tarnished my name. Right? And this is what happens. Right? But then it goes back to that tweet Are you together? Are y'all for real in a relationship? If y'all are spending all that time together, having uh, sex without a condom together, if y'all are sitting there in the bed together, eating out every day together, are y'all in a relationship? Because basically what what Leonard just said, that was basically the tweet, right? And he basically said, listen, I was in a relationship when we did the first video. Oh, well, why you didn't tell me? Because you don't need to know everything. And that's the thing. You don't need to know everything, Right? When we are, I believe that they were exclusive at a time, right? I want to believe that they were exclusive. But in that exclusiveness, Leonard, I feel like got scared and did not want to go that way. And, you know, he started fooling around because you can, you if you heard it and what she said was, I didn't fool around. You fooled around. I was committed, right? And and see, here's the thing. I think there's where this is where we kind of get messed up, is men are there, but they're not committed, women are there and committed, and see, women think that we are all committed together, no, 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 huh, no, because it's, it's, it's only you, and I'm sorry to bust y'all, bu- <laughs> I'm sorry to bust the bubble, let me burst it, but it's low-key only you that's committed, he's not committed, yes, he loves you, he likes you, and everything like that, but you have to check the signs of commitment. You we we have to know what commit. Let me let me look up this word commitment. Siri. Siri, look up commitment. What does commitment mean? From
1: five definitions of commitment, the first one is the trait of sincere and steadfast fixity of purpose.
0: Okay. So that first definition of commitment, the trait of sincere and steadfast fixity of purpose or the act of binding yourself intellectually or emotionally to a course of action an engagement by contract involving financial obligation a message that makes a pledge the official act of co-signing a person to confinement <laughs> as in a prison or a mental hospital that those were the five definitions but in that right there right if you take either one of those definitions commitment right this the trait of sincere and steadfast fixity of purpose. He was not fixed on her. He was not. He was not. She was probably fixed on him, but he was not fixed on her. Hence why he said I was doing my own thing. You were never my girl. You thought you were my girl. Right. And yes, maybe I did send you the wrong messages. In which he did, because I'm giving him all that flack, too. You sent the wrong message. If you don't want something serious, stop sending those messages. Right? If you want it quick, fast, and in a hurry, you be blunt. I'm too blunt for my own good. Okay? I got that from my mama. I will let you know, listen, this is what I want. This is what it is. Don't. I'm not. Because I'm not looking for relationships right now. So if you're not here to stimulate, okay? Okay. I have my best friends already. I have female best friends. I got two of them. That's cool. I have I have a couple female friends already. That's cool. That we don't cope. Cool. We don't got to. So, I don't need no more female friends. Honestly, if you're not here to stick... What Leonard is basically saying, what he basically said, was, listen, I loved you. I liked you. You were my main girl. You just were not my girlfriend. Okay? And... Some men, to all men, think that way. You are my main. I'm going to treat you as my girlfriend, but you're just the main chick. You're committed, not me. And sometimes it works like that on the girl's side, right? It works both sides like that. So, understand me when I say that this tweet and this video go hand in hand. Okay, literally, we have to understand that we cannot be putting our hearts and our time and energy into people who are not putting it back. You understand what I'm saying? I don't know how many times I'm gonna have to tell y'all. If it, if 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 y'all did not do it right, your cuffing season, and cuffing season is coming to a a abrupt close. It's coming to a close very soon. And this is, this, that video, Hurt Bay, is the definition of cuffing season gone wrong. <laughs> Literally. Hurt Bay is the definition of cuffing season gone wrong. I loved you. I liked you. But I wasn't committed to you. You were just there to itch or scratch. And now that you've done your, done your scratching, now you have to go. But no, you still want to scratch. My itch is gone. Y'all understand what I'm saying here? I'm just I'm just trying to let y'all know. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to give y'all the keys. Okay? I got the keys, the keys, the keys, the keys. Okay? So listen. Listen. I, I, I want to know, how did y'all feel about her thing? How did y'all feel about the second video? You know what I'm saying? It was a lot more honesty in this video. It was a lot more of her, of him, uh, not so much attacking her, but literally like, okay, Listen. This is what you did. And you can look at her face and be like, okay, well did you do it? Because she, she was she was stunned. She was shocked. She was just like, okay, if you look at her face, yeah. Okay, I probably could have I probably could have said that better. I probably could have did that better. It was a lot of things that they could have did better in that video, not talking down on each other's name. It's, um and I'm talking about the first video. And then when he said I never wanted to see you again, that tore me up. I was like, damn. They was like, I wash my hands with you. You know what I'm saying? And that right there is literally cuffing season going wrong. That's when you don't do it right. That is when you don't do it right. Because obviously they was just there to just, just be there for each other. To just be a a, 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 a a placeholder. That's it. You were just there to be a placeholder. And when we talk about cuffing season, it's just there to be a placeholder. So this, this video... This whole situation of Hurt Bay, Leonard and, uh, Kate, um uh, what's her name? Caitlin? Lord, I probably forgot her name. Courtney, I'm sorry. Courtney. Courtney and Leonard. This is the definition. Sorry, y'all. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> this is the definition of cuffing season going wrong. So let me know at the end of the video, at the end of this, um, sorry, video, Lord Jesus. I still be thinking that. I'm still be doing my Facebook Live videos. La. Just um, let me know what you think about this bait and what what did, what are your impressions of this 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 type of um this type of relationship quote unquote. You know, let me know your thoughts. So I appreciate everybody for kicking it with your boy. I know it was a struggle today trying to get on this podcast, but listen, it was amazing kicking it with all my peoples down here in the three one thrizzle. We are going back to Allendale today. You know what I'm saying? Going back to the Giara. Um, got to get my homework done, got to get some stuff done, but I was so happy just to kick it with my mama, kick it with my boy, Patrick, kick it with my boys, period. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I will be dropping my logos. Oh, big announcement. First of all, freaked logos right now. Big uh, announcement. So, so are y'all ready? Here we go. So for the month of March, the month of March is definitely approaching and March 3rd starts the month of the co-host we're going to call it um the opinionated co-host month okay so this is what i need if you would like to be a co-host on the opinionated brother podcast every saturday or sunday at 12 o'clock i'll give you a definite day because I, I like doing sundays you know what i'm saying i went from saturdays to sundays and i don't know which one because i like i like to do them both but i don't know which day i'll put out i'll put out a poll and see which day y'all like okay and then we'll go off we'll go off y'all' decision how about that so going back to that the whole month of march i will be doing a co-host um i will ask every every week if there is a co-host if there's somebody who would like to be my co-host for the month now here are the um rules and regulations uh first of all you need to email me um your schedule because you have to be at my house at my house by ten o'clock in the morning. I don't play when it comes to my podcast and uh, me doing my work. So you have to be at my house by ten a.m. I don't play because I'm literally, um, I'm literally either out the gym by ten ten thirty, and headed to my crib by eleven, or on Sundays I'm doing my podcast at ten a.m. So it's it, between ten and eleven o'clock. You need to be by my house and. Um, Uh, Every co-host that wants to co-host needs a second, needs a topic to talk about for the second half of the show. Okay, so if you listen to my podcast, you know I always have like a deep, some relationship topic. or It don't even got to be relationship, just deep political relationship. Any topic that you want to talk about for the next 20 to 30 minutes of that second half of the show, you have to come up with that topic, okay? So, I really want this to pop. I really want to see who's going to email me. So email me at the. I'll have all the descriptions at the bottom. I have a more descriptive um, description at the bottom on SoundCloud and on Apple Music. And um, yeah, I really want this thing to pop off. So if you would like to be a co-host for the month of March, it, it's four weekends. So I will ask every week, and I will choose one by one. If you don't hit me up, if you don't hit me up by Wednesday, Thursday. If you don't hit me about the end of Thursday by five o'clock, it's a wrap. Um, I would do the show by myself. I have no problem. Um, so Thursday by five o'clock, if I don't have a, if I don't have an email or anything in my email box by five o'clock, with your criteria, with um, I need your name, what school you graduated from, if you're in school right now, um, and your major, and what you want to do, what you um, what you want to do after college, or um, if you're going to grad school or anything, if you have any internships, but I do want to shout you out. So, yeah, give me those, and then the topic that you want to talk about, that you want us to discuss, on the second half of the show, okay? Because I'll have the first half of the show down packed. We we don't have a jam packed, but the second half is all you. So I want to see how you do. Um, so hit me up, email me at Tyronza h at gmail dot com, or you can just hit me up on any of my social media. On Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, my business page is open. I'll have it on there too, so you can message me and everything. Um, if you are in the Detroit area and you wanna come up and do it, I will have no problem doing that. Um, you know, we are smoker friendly over here, marijuana consumer friendly. So if you would like to bring some marijuana to the, you know, to little the, the, the Ganja Ganja to sesh, I have no problem doing that either. Alright, so my logos people will be coming very, very soon. I'm so excited. Um, just being patient and everything. Cause like I said, greatness takes time. Patience is a virtue and we are still under construction. So I'm super, super, super excited for the consistency that I'm, you know, in the patience that I'm just having right now. And, um, let's see any other announcements. I think that is it, man. I hope everybody starts off their Monday and their week. Great. We will be back, um, with our first co-host. So this week. I need a co-host this week starting this Saturday. All right? So hit me up in the DMs. Hit me up in the email. But you have to hit me up before Thursday by 5. Okay? Because after 5, I ain't taking it. All right? Cool. So I thank y'all for kicking it with me. I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. And we will see y'all next week with our first co-host. Peace out.